Let's do some exploring. Our topic is compassionate capitalism, not ordinary capitalism, the compassionate kind. Does that sound like utopia, strictly woo? Is it even possible? Let's dig in. The last two episodes, we have talked essentially about business ethics and what it means to be a good human in business. Jim Sabellico has given us a raw, provocative, and uncensored look into his real life and thoughts on making the switch from an ego-driven businessman to a businessman with humility. And while I'm grateful for his authenticity and vulnerability, there remains one piece of me that always thinks, so how does it feel to have a perfectly composed life now? Because between you, me, and the gatepost, I struggle to find the right balance every day. As a matter of fact, I've struggled with it for the last 25 years to find that right balance, and I'm keen to learn from someone who has mastered it. So listen in to Jim's response to my question, just how do you deal with it now? Um, Back in the day, last version of Jim would hustle and grind my way into fixing the problem. I would lean on my own understanding and try and just outsmart whatever the problem was by myself. That didn't really work out so well. It took a lot of failure. It took a lot of trying that and getting pushed back further and further. And then it took being connected to some people who showed me a different way. So it it took getting around other people, and this guy, a man named Steve Weatherford, who showed me a different way to live. He showed me a different version of possible, okay? And the answer to your initial question is, how do I deal with it now? Because my life is not perfect by any means. Um, I still fail a lot. And I struggle. I struggle with um, stress and anxiety and self-doubt. And man, you name it, I'm not immune to it. But now what I have in place is a very good supportive circle of friends who have similar core values, who are going where I'm going in life, right? We're all pushing in the same direction and they have struggles of their own. And we get together. um, Sometimes we'll casually FaceTime on a day when we just want to talk. Sometimes it'll be, you know, a couple of weeks. Generally, we try and get together as often as possible. Usually once a week, we make it a set appointment. We hang out together. We uh, show up. We are vulnerable with each other. Sometimes the conversation could just be about sports. Sometimes the conversation has a heavy tone if one of us is dealing with something. But the main thing there is surrounding yourself with other people who share the same core values with you, who, who love what you love, who appreciate what you appreciate, right? Who've been places where they can take their experiences, their struggles, and you can lean on them. They can lean on you, right? It, it is more relationships. It comes down to relationships is really the, the common theme here. It comes down to, to building those relationships and showing up as your authentic self for them and being willing uh, to, to have that same experience in reverse. I think the more that you're willing to create that circle around you, the circle of influence, right? We've all heard like, hey, if you hang out with with five people, you're going to be the sixth. Um, you know, I think it's very true. And I think if more people intentionally looked at who they're surrounding themselves with, right, are they people who are just comfortable because it keeps you in this spot of comfort? Or are they people who hold you accountable? Are they people that you know uh, who you can lean on when things get tough? And you have those people in your life that sometimes they're going to need to speak life into you. Sometimes you're going to ugly cry. like. It's okay. Sometimes, you know, you're going to need to talk to uh, a therapist or a counselor or a friend. Like, break the stigma about that being a thing that men can't cry, men can't be vulnerable. Therapy is a bad thing. Okay. All of us need someone to talk to. 
And the more that you could build relationships, it doesn't have to be formal. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, like doctor to patient type of relationship. It could just be someone you happen to meet, someone you went to school with, someone you made a relationship somehow in, in your life. Um, but think about this. Solitary confinement is a punishment in jail. Okay. So what's worse <laughs> than being locked in a cell is being put in a room by yourself. But how many people look at, man, am I doing that to myself in my real life? Am I leaning on other people uh-huh. or am I, am I putting myself in the solitary confinement of I'm afraid to be vulnerable to a friend because he's going to judge me or I don't want to open up about this thing or I don't have a person in my life who I can lean on for whatever else it is. Like that to me, building those relationships, that's the next level. That's where you, where you build that support and that's how you're able to have like a solid foundation to build on. One of the things that I, that I hear you, you, you saying, Jim, is um, the time for independence is, is going quickly. It's time to recognize that we're all connected. It's time to recognize that we're all interdependent on one another. And the lone wolf does not need to be. I think the lone wolf thing was, was a, a myth. And you go farther in a group than you do by Absolutely. yourself. Yeah, I believe that. Um, you know, I think a lot of us look at that lone wolf thing. Uh, you know, part of it could be, I know a lot of people who struggle with when they were a kid, uh, maybe they didn't get, I'm proud of you enough. So they, they seek that validation. Yeah. A lot of people struggle with that. A lot of people didn't get, I love you enough. I support you. I hear you. Right. The same thing, loved, seen, appreciated, and heard. It's a common trend. A lot of people, they're like, oh man, no one cares. Screw everybody else. It's just me. I'll figure it out myself. Right. And that's where you get those lone wolf mentalities from. And it takes an awful lot to break through, but it's worth it. So here's the thing I want to say. You look at relationships. A lot of people think relationships are supposed to be comfortable, right? Relationships are about love and growth. And when you love somebody, you're going to have the uncomfortable conversations with them sometimes when you need to hold them accountable to stuff. A lot of people look at, hey, if I'm going to have a relationship with a friend, we're going to do whatever we can to keep it amicable and it'll be fun and, and friendly and just comfortable. But when you really love someone and you show up in a relationship the proper way, what I believe is the proper way, you're willing to, to risk burning it all down to help hold them accountable to who they're actually supposed to be. You're willing to have the hard conversations and say, hey, you're not a lone wolf. Okay, You're meant to be with other people. You're meant to, to go to higher heights. And it might take you being the one person in their life, right? Maybe the other thousand people that they've had relationships before have all screwed them because all those other people have been dealing with trauma in their lives that they haven't been willing to, to share or to heal from. But if it takes you being the one person to stand up and be like, hey, I know that all the relationships you've had, relationships you've had in the past have sucked, right? I won't take that away from you. But I'm going to tell you, I'm willing to show up and be here next to you shoulder to shoulder and embrace the suck together. I'm not going to leave you alone by yourself, right? You're worth more than that. And I think we all have an obligation to show up as ourselves and to help the people around us as best we can. Now, you can't save everybody because that's a trap that a lot of people fall into is they try and save the world, right? And all that winds up doing is pouring everything out of your own cup and then leaves you empty. But there is a a harmony there. There is a balance point where you can find um, joy, you can find contentment, you can find satisfaction from giving, from helping other people succeed, right? It's not about hey, how high can I go unless I'm doing something with that height, right? That's the same thing we talked about before. It's not about how much money can I put in the bank? How big of a house can I get? It's, hey, if I can get a house with 48 bedrooms, I'm going to call up 47 friends and say, hey, you need a place to crash? Come on over. Like, it can be about how big of a house can I can get so I can 
have a shoe collection in one of the rooms. It's not the definition of success that we were all taught that is common on social media. And it's hard because all of us have this validation. We want to feel liked. We want to feel comforted. And a lot of us get that validation from how many people liked, commented, and shared our Facebook posts, right? Most people don't go on Facebook to look at other, other people's things. They go on there to post their own thing and see how many people cared. It's that weird sense of validation that they get. But again, it takes someone being willing to stand up and be like, hey, I'm so comfortable with myself. I don't care. I don't care if nobody likes my posts. It's not for me to receive. It's for me to give. Okay. And I'll tell you this. There was a period of time I've been doing it now for uh, about a year and a half. Every Tuesday, uh, I go to Taco Bell and I will buy tacos for the car behind me. I call it Taco Tuesday. It's a tradition that we've developed in our family. Initially, just for some context, I wanted to teach my kids because they were asking for a Happy Meal. And I wanted them to understand it's a blessing to be able to drive your car up to a building, speak some words into a box, drive 30 feet, and then have someone hand you a hot meal where you don't even have to have pants on. Okay, that's a blessing that not a lot of people in this world get the privilege of having, right? But most people, but that's part of being intentional and that's part of realizing how blessed we truly are. So I said to them, hey, if we're going to do this, we're going to be intentional about it. We're going to make sure that the person behind us also eats. So it's become a thing that anytime we go to a drive-thru, we will always pay for the car behind us. Okay? And that's anytime we go to any random drive-thru. But I wanted to personally to make it a little bit more intentional. So there's a Taco Bell around the corner from my house every Tuesday, whether we're eating there or not. Sometimes I'll go and I'll legitimately order an iced coffee, which if you've ever had an iced coffee from Taco Bell, it's not the move. But I'll sometimes just go and order an iced coffee just so I can order something so I can go through the drive-thru and pay for the car behind me. I say all that to say, it's about when you have what you need, you build a bigger table, not a bigger fence, right? If you're willing to share and to show up and to give other people a portion of what you have, then that's what success is like. It's about sharing with other people, right? And that's where everyone succeeds. And there have been times where I've paid for the guard behind me and it's been a dollar. There's been times where it's been $50, okay? And, and I don't know who needed it more. I don't know if the person behind me who, who ordered a dollar taco from Taco Bell only bought that one taco because that's the only dollar they had. But I know that I did what I was supposed to do, right? I, I was generous for, for doing the right thing and sharing, and it's going to impact a lot of people. I'll, I'll tell you the number of people who have ever liked and shared that, okay? Because what I was doing for a period of time when I first started that was I would post a video of myself going through the drive-thru on Facebook. And that probably got four likes, one comment, three likes, two comments, every week, almost nothing. But I wasn't doing it for the likes and comments. I stopped posting that after a certain period of time, and I moved it to just posting it via story. The number of people who have associated me with Taco Bell and drive throughs Taco Tuesday, and have said something about, hey, your video, hey, this, hey, that, is a thousand times larger than the number of people who've ever commented or liked a photo, okay? So when I say you don't do it for the likes and the comments, if I did it just because I was wanting to get the validation that other people could see it, I would have been like, ah, oh, two people like this, one person commented, screw that, nobody cares. But the next week when four random strangers who I haven't spoken to in a year are like, hey, I saw you did X, Y, and Z. Meanwhile, they've never liked or commented, right? Because people are, are seeing what you're doing. Maybe they're not giving you the, the glory. Maybe they're not giving you the credit, but you are inspiring more people than you know. So just go out there and be that version of yourself you want to be. Who cares what other people think? It's about what you believe. So if you're comfortable with who you are, doesn't matter what other people think. If you'd like to reach out to Jim, 
all of his details are in the show notes. And one of the reasons I was pleased to chat with him was to have a human-to-human conversation about emotions. Because there is a stereotype that men are not emotional and women are. However, in my experience, both sexes are very emotional. The difference is men learned early to put those emotions into a box and only let them out in the privacy and comfort of their chosen few. And that's one of the messages I took away from Jim. Here's the other bits I took away. Life is messy. All relationships, both business and personal, go through highs and lows. So accept that. Intentionally look at who is in your life for your own well-being. Surround yourself with people who share your core values. Lean on them and be authentic and vulnerable with them. We have an obligation in everything we do to step up and be shoulder to shoulder with our fellow humans. We do not have an obligation in everything we do to make the most money, exploit the most resources, and expand our egos infinitely. Your business and personal lives will never be perfect, and that's okay. Neither will it ever be unemotional, and that's okay too. But your business and personal lives can be full of goodness, love, and joy. And that's what we all want. Because when you have what you need, you never build a bigger fence. You build a bigger table to share what you have. That's part of what it means to do and be in the highest good for all. Because if you and I are to move forward, the only thing we can do is a do better. And we both know that that do better must be in the highest good for all.